0: Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is September 7th. Yesterday, you guys, we talked about Nephi and the work that it took for him to receive revelation from the Lord. Today, I wanna to talk a little bit more about what that revelation was, about what the Lord said to Nephi in his time of sorrow and tribulation. Because I think that as we look at it, we'll find that, The Lord speaks the same message to each one of us in our day. So in verse 12, it says, And it came to pass that he cried mightily unto the Lord all day. And behold, the voice of the Lord came unto him, saying, Lift up your head and be of good cheer. Now, I love that answer. Here in a time when Nephi was struggling, when he was sad, when he was probably a little bit scared, the Lord said to him, Lift up your head and be of good cheer. In our scriptures, we have 12 different examples of where the Lord says, be of good cheer to someone or a close variation of that. Now, the interesting thing is that in all these different times, not once is someone going through happy, joyful, exciting times. (laughs) The Lord doesn't talk to us when we're in the greatest of times and say, hey, be of good cheer. That message is a message that comes to us when we are in the depths of sorrow and of difficulty and struggle. The Lord's message to his children in our darkest time is be of good cheer. In John 16, the Savior is talking to his disciples about his upcoming death. He's explaining what's going to happen and how they're going to be without him. And at the very end of that chapter, he says, these things I have spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So essentially the Savior saying, in the world, in your daily life, you are going to go through difficult things. My death will be difficult for you. The time after my death will be a struggle, but be of good cheer because I have overcome Those difficulties. I have overcome those trials. I have overcome those struggles. So, for me, as I look at it in this context, when the Lord is telling us, be of good cheer, really the message that He's saying is, have hope. This is not a trite comment trying to cheer someone up. This isn't like when someone has a bad day and you're like, chin up, pal. That's not what the Lord is saying here. It's so much more meaningful and so much deeper. Because the Lord is saying, because of me, because of my sacrifice, because of my atonement, because of everything that I overcame, you can have hope, you can have peace, and you can find joy, even in the midst of trial, even in the deepest of struggles, even in the hardest of times, because of the hope of Jesus Christ, because of the hope found in the atonement, because of the hope of his grace. You and I can be of good cheer. In a 2009 talk called Be of Good Cheer, President Monson said, I testify to you that our promised blessings are beyond measure. Though the storm clouds may gather, though the rains may pour down upon us, our knowledge of the gospel and our love of our Heavenly Father and our Savior will comfort and sustain us, And will bring joy to our hearts as we walk uprightly and keep the commandments. My beloved brothers and sisters, fear not. Be of good cheer. The future is as bright as your faith. Meaning, we find joy, we find cheer, we find that hope and that light and that brightness as we exercise our faith, as we find our hope in Christ. As we make the Savior the center of our focus, the center of our lives, the center of our worship, we gain greater joy, greater faith, and greater hope, even in the midst of our hard things. And I love the message that the Lord has for Nephi here when Nephi is dealing with struggles. When Nephi is dealing with hard things, the Lord comes And he gives a message of hope. Be of good cheer. More often than not, I have found that that is the message that comes from our Father in heaven. It is always a message of hope, of joy, of peace. Even when he has to call us to repentance, even when he has to tell us something that we don't want to hear, generally that message is accompanied with hope and with joy. That's one way that we can know that it comes from our father in heaven is the feeling of hope and peace that comes with it. Now, part of the reason we can have hope in Christ is because we have hope and faith that God's promises will be fulfilled according to his word. And Nephi had that same hope when the Lord said, be of good cheer, because tomorrow the sign is going to come. Nephi took that as an ironclad promise. Tomorrow, this is going to happen. And because of that, he could have hope, he could have joy, he could have peace. But let's take a look at the reaction of those who were unbelieving, those who didn't have the same faith in Jesus Christ or the same hope of deliverance. Verse 16 says, And there were many who had not believed the words of the prophets, who fell to the earth and became as if they were dead. For they knew that the prophets had testified these things for many years. And the sign which had been given was already at hand, and they began to fear because of their iniquity and their unbelief. Such a stark contrast between those who hold on and maintain their faith in Christ and those who are unbelieving. The unbelieving and the wicked respond with fear, yet those who believe can respond with faith, with hope, with peace, and with cheer. But it really all depends on our focus. It depends on where we are putting our time and putting our attention. We can choose to focus on our scary things. We can choose to focus on the difficulties. We can choose to focus on the trials. Or we can put our entire focus on the Savior, Jesus Christ. Think of the story with the disciples on the sea in the middle of the storm. They were terrified. They were scared. They thought they were going to die. And then they see the Savior walking towards them on the water. Peter being Peter, really, (laughs) says to the Lord, bid me come unto thee on the water. So the Savior says, come. And Peter, again, being Peter, steps out of the boat and begins to walk on the water. He fixed his focus on the Savior and began to walk towards him. The scriptures say that when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried, saying, Lord, save me. But if you notice... When Peter kept his eyes and his faith fixed upon the Lord, he was fine, he was safe, and he felt peaceful. Elder Bednar said, I envision Peter responding fervently and immediately to the Savior's invitation. With his eyes fixed upon Jesus, he stepped out of the boat and miraculously walked on the water. Only when his gaze was diverted by the wind and the waves did he become afraid and begin to sink. We can be blessed to conquer our fears and strengthen our faith as we follow the Lord's instruction, look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not. Now my friends, we can fervently and immediately respond to the Savior's invitation to be of good cheer by keeping our focus on the Savior, by keeping our hope rooted in Jesus Christ and in his atonement and the gospel plan. As the Savior said in Doctrine and Covenant 61 Verily I say unto you, be of good cheer, little children, for I am in your midst, and I have not forsaken you. My friends, I testify that Jesus Christ is with us, that He is inviting us to be of good cheer and to have hope, even in the midst of our trials and in our struggles. That as we focus our faith and our attention on him, we can block out the winds of the world, we can block out the temptations and trials, we can focus on Jesus Christ. And by so doing, we can be filled with hope, with peace, and with good cheer. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.